Welcome to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're reviewing 2014's Nonstop, directed by Jama Colette Sarah, starring Liam Neeson and Julianne Moore. This is our final episode of Dudes on Demand. Mm -hmm. So this episode came from Charlie in Evansville, Indiana. Thank you very much, Charlie. Um, we really appreciate it. Not just you, but everyone. Yes. Thanks for all the recommendations, and uh, we're looking forward to talk about this movie. But before we do that, let's talk about what else we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? Um, I saw Lee Daniels' The Paperboy. It, it, it was kind of much maligned when it came out. I mean, like people either hated it or the, loved the, it. The one with Zac Efron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zac Efron and, and Matthew McConaughey and John Cusack and Nicole Kidman and yeah, you know, uh, it's been in my queue for about two years. Okay, yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, it's worth watching. Okay, yeah, it it is a it's a good movie. I don't know why people hated it so much. I mean, I because I guess when it came to, out at Cannes, people I like, there was like like real serious reactions on both sides. Like like people just really despised the movie or they thought it was brilliant. Okay, so it's very um, divisive. Yes, I I really liked it. I I thought it was excellent, and um, I I think that everybody does a good job in it. And you know, it, it's definitely my favorite of uh, of Lee Daniels movies. Okay. That I've seen. So Cool. Mm -hmm. Nice. I saw a movie from 1985, I believe. It was Witness with Harrison Ford. That's wonderful. Uh, yes. Long time coming, I guess. <laughs> I, this is just one of them I missed growing up. I right. guess my dad never had it on VHS. So sure, that'll happen. Missed it. <laughs> but yeah, it's a great movie. Harrison Ford plays a big city cop who has to protect an Irish mother and son. An Irish Irish, excuse me, yes. Amish. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> Very big difference. Right. But um, anyways, that's the high level premise there. Right. Um, right. And Danny Glover is one of two black men in the movie, <laughs> and it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So I would I would recommend it. Right. It's a white guy thriller through and through. Uh huh. Yeah, it sure is. So now let's get into a. A different kind of white guy thriller here. <laughs> Non-stop. Dave, why don't you give everyone a synopsis? Okay. Uh, so there's an air marshal who uh, we, we, we know is a, a, he's Liam Neeson, and he's, he's the new Liam Neeson that we know of in the aughts and the teens. Uh, he's a, he's a, a, a guy who knows all kinds of martial arts, and he is an air marshal. And he, uh, you know, starts receiving text messages while in plain clothes as a marshal on the airplane telling him that he's going to start, that this person who's sending him the text is going to start killing people if there's not uh, $150 million wired to this account. It's going to happen every 20 minutes, so Liam has to, you know, um, figure out what's going on. And, you know, he has to just, you know, like, like kind of plod through this really deep cast mm -hmm. uh, to, to find out who the killer is. Yeah, it's really... Almost a whodunit in a way. It's uh, well, it's definitely a whodunit. Keep, yes, keeping everyone you you don't know who it is. Right. You got a whole plane full of people and no suspects. Right. Or a hundred suspects. Or a hundred suspects. Everyone's giving him the mean mug, you know, nonstop. <laughs> right. You know, there, there's all kinds of unmotivated close-ups. Uh, there's red herrings just like like strewn about the place. This is like a breeding farm for fish. Like, yes, it, it there is. There is red herring exactly. everywhere. There's here. little bits of road, like 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 floating in the air. <laughs> That's yeah. what that was. Okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I thought it was just cool guns. No, floating in the air. no, oh, okay. that was fish eggs. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that that's the that's the premise. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, it sounds kind of cool. It does. I think it sounds kind of cool. Yeah. And the movie is kind of cool. Kind of. <laughs> Good job. It's um. 
so the writers, I got, I think I have their names: John Richardson, Christopher Roach, and Ryan Engel. Mm. They they've done things such as Big Brother on TV. Okay, um, and that's about it. So what? Yeah, the writing credits are uh, small time films and TV shows. They wrote Big Brother. Well, I guess they make up scenarios. I don't know. Good God! Oh, <laughs> maybe there uh, are producers on Big Brother. Well, I, I don't know. Okay. But the, the people who wrote this movie are amateurs at writing. Yes, they are. That's the point I want to make. You're right. Because this movie is ridiculous. Mm. It's a cool idea, but yeah. it is. It. I don't. I think they didn't do any revisions to the script. They just went with the first draft. You're right. And that's what happened. Yes. Then they get the director. Um, who does a very good job of making this a suspenseful movie, if yeah, you ask me. it's staged well. Yeah, it's put together well. I feel the tension mm-hmm. most of the time. But as the movie goes on, it just gets more and more ridiculous and implausible. Yes. And everything is so convenient. And uh, <laughs> yeah. so the movie starts out, he gets the first text, and you know he has a concern because you know what? You get a text that you're going to kill someone on an airplane, that's a serious thing, you yeah, know, in sure. the post-9-11 world. No doubt. So he has to investigate, and I guess there's another air marshal on the plane who's his partner. Yes, or Anson something. Mount is his partner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't believe him for some reason. Mm-hmm. He's, he's playing, oh, don't believe him. They're probably just pranking you. And we find out he's actually kind of in on it or something like that. In the first twenty minutes, something like that, and they have a a Krav Maga match in the <laughs> in the restroom of the airplane. In this, I know it is. Set, it's a cool fight scene. It's though. good. It's I pretty know. brutal, and it's really cool in an <laughs> airline bathroom, like on a plane. And he kills this dude in the uh-huh. first thirty minutes of the movie. Right. So much so that it's actually twenty minutes from the first text message. So Liam Neeson actually. Someone did die in 20 minutes, but Liam Neeson did it. Right. That's quite a twist. It's quite a twist. Yet, (laughs) (laughs) you can't have more of this shit happening, too. No. uh, I don't think anyone's following what I'm talking about here, because this movie, we haven't set it up good enough, I don't think. Or did we? I don't know, Dave. You tell me. I think think the the, the setup, honestly... For, for, for you talked about how it's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. It is a cool idea, and that's where it ends. Yeah. It's a cool idea that cannot be stretched out, for, in my opinion, to a, a one hour and 47 minutes. Because there, there, there's so many loose threads, and honestly, as far as red herrings go, there's unfair red herrings. We see Scoot McNary in the first scene of the movie. Uh-huh. Okay? Outside the airport. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, it's been a long time since a protagonist smoked cigarettes, you know, just openly oh, in, yeah. in, a, in, a, in a movie, in a, in a PG-13 movie, which was weird. But they're smoking outside. Uh, they may, he, try, he tries to make small talk with Liam Neeson. Liam's not having it. Right. They get on the airplane. Um, uh, Nate Parker is in the uh, security line. Yep. Um, he bumps into it. Liam Neeson bumps into him. Uh, there, there's a little bit of you oh, know, am back I and in forth. your way? Am I in your way? Yeah, you know he's he's Nat really Turner put out himself. Exactly, he's going to be yes. Nat Turner. He's going to end uh, up being Nat Turner, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> I look forward to that. Me too. Um, but my whole point of bringing up Scoop McNeary is that like, at one point during the Who Done It portion, middle of the film, Liam Neeson investigates Scoop McNeary, and he's clean, and he has a totally plausible story. Yeah. And the TSA agent also investigates, finds out he's clean, and that's that. 
Yeah, he does. He leaves him locked up for a little bit because he duct tapes his hands together, you know. Yes. Kind of roughs him up and right. puts him in a seat. Right. And then later when the rest of the passengers kind of band together to stop Liam Neeson because they yes. think he might actually be the terrorist. I guess we'll call him the terrorist. Right. For, for hijacker. E- for yeah. just something easy to call him. Sure. Right, <laughs> so, right, right. Terrorist. Yeah, because they're not villains. No. They, they don't deserve that title. <laughs> right. It's not worthy of that. <laughs> but, uh. They think Liam Neeson's a terrorist, and then they try to attack him, and he ends up fighting off like 500 people because he's, you know, 2014 Liam Neeson. <laughs> but then, like, Scoot McNary gets the gun and gives it back to Liam Neeson, yeah. and then he sets him free. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll tell everybody now, Scoot McNary's one of the bad guys. <laughs> it's, uh, honestly, yes. And, and I mean, like, when it happens, I'm like, okay, bullshit movie. You can't do that. You can't do it. You already told me that wasn't the case. And it's not like real life. No one is able to hide in plain sight this well. You can't do it. That's the thing. That's the thing. I'm not, you know, I'm not an expert on these things. I, I don't do subterfuge (laughs) very often, I admit, but I'm sorry. No, that's not how it works. I could believe it in different movies or a different script or something. Like in this scenario Mm -hmm. with, all right, the end, like the end game these people have doesn't justify the means they've taken. No, it does not. Like it doesn't no. match it at all. No. So it's one when that twist happens at the end, you just say, what? <laughs> yes. That makes no sense. And also Nat Turner is a <laughs> <laughs> right. Nate Parker. Nate Parker, right. He uh, is the other guy in on the hijacking right. thing. Mm hmm. And he even says, you know how easy it was for us to do this? Yes. And I said, bullshit. Yes. Because everything in this movie is so convenient. All right. Here's the the things. He kills his partner right at the 20-minute mark, right? Liam Neeson kills his partner, yes. Yes. Kills Anson Mount. Yeah. And then later, 20 minutes later, there's going to be another killing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this time it's not Liam Neeson. It turns out someone kills the pilot. Yeah. With like a Camino saber dart. (laughs) Yeah. He he later finds up like a peephole from the bathroom that goes into the cockpit it's... and a blow dart gun. And how he finds and... it is he's like he's tampered with the smoke alarm <laughs> and he he's having a cigarette in the bathroom and he somehow sees that the cigarette smoke is like drifting in a strange way. Yeah. And it's total CGI computers, you know, like like cigarettes. Oh, smoke, I couldn't tell. I, I, I couldn't tell. In this scene only. Okay. Like for you you see the the, the, the billow kind of go through there. All right. And that's when he discovers that. Who <laughs> who did it though? It was either Nate Parker or I guess was Scoot McNary. Scoot tied up at the time though? <laughs> what, what wait, was Nate Parker <clears throat> supposed to be working on the phone virus at this point? <laughs> Maybe Jesus so. Christ. Yes. Oh man, there's a lot of plate spinning. But didn't here. he question Julianne Moore yes. if anyone else went in the bathroom? He did. And okay. what was I don't remember what her response but no, but he questioned she, the other she, lady too. <laughs> this this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> we Are you guys listening to us yes, talk about this movie? Exactly. <laughs> you can't keep anything straight. No. no. And nothing makes sense. <laughs> and Liam Neeson throughout the whole... And it's also, it's on top of that, a mistaken identity movie. Because Liam Neeson, like you said earlier, is <sighs> is kind of painted as the terrorist by the TSA and by the, the two conspirators who have, like, kind of manipulated the situation to where uh, the, the passengers are able to, like, view 
Fox News or whatever in the in the airplane. Right, a live feed, a live to feed. each chair seat. And it's got like a, a mugshot of Liam Neeson and like, you know, experts talking about like, you know, how it's he's an alcoholic and he's he's failed drug tests and he was with the NYPD, but then he beat somebody up and now he's a marshal. And how did we let this happen? And Shay Wiggum, the TSA agent who like is mostly on the phone throughout the movie until the very last scene. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you know, fuck this. Exactly. Yes. I'm sorry. No. Okay, I, I I don't know what you're fucking in this moment, but but, but I'm gonna say fuck something else. The end. Okay, <laughs> okay, fine. The yeah, whole all, thing. yeah, okay, the end. Yeah, fuck Anyways. the end. Yes. Anyways, but like fuck this other thing. Um, why does this TSA guy turn on Liam Neeson just like that? One thing goes wrong, and it's it's just. This we're, we're taking your badge, we're taking your gun, I'm going to tell the captain on you, you go sit down, and you're going to get arrested when you get down. Nothing has actually gone wrong yet. And he's just reporting the situation, and all of a sudden this guy is like like completely, uh, like, like just, you know, sandbagging this dude. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I have mean, no clue. It's so, like, the, the... Oh, is that, does it happen when the bank account has Liam Neeson's oh, name on it. Exactly. Is that what it happens? Yes, that's what How do you happens. set up an offshore account in someone else's... Well, I guess you, you could probably it's, do it's, it if you're a super villain. If, you're the, if you do the Spanish prisoner, that, then you can, you can do that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, of course. But And I guess Scoop McNary is supposed to be like the Spanish prisoner, which is fine. It, I, I'll, 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 I'll buy that. But like the TSA guy has to know that, 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 okay, something is amiss here. He wouldn't be reporting this with an account in his name. If that happened, we'd be like, okay, everybody hold on here. Yeah. Here's the deal. It's in your name. We got to find out what's going on. You know, whatever. Yeah. Um, he wouldn't just immediately bail on this dude <laughs> because he's the only person up there. Maybe he's had it out for him. I don't know. But Perhaps, at the end, they're uh, playing grab ass on the phone line. <laughs> like, oh, uh, it wasn't you. Hey, I'll get, see you later. I know. And he and Shea Wiggum kind of smirks like Liam Neeson could see it over the phone. <laughs> I mean, that's true. bullshit. That's what I was saying. Fuck that. Okay. Yes. The end of that phone call. Right. It is stupid. It's like Cole Meany and John Cusack at the end of Con Air, only they're on the yeah. phone with each other. You know? Oh, man. <laughs> what if uh, Liam Neeson and who what was his name? What if they were together? They weren't on the phone together. Oh, okay. There you go. Well, you know what, dude? Then, then I could kind of accept. Then you get I, a smirk. I, the smirk would be acceptable in that situation because they could smirk at one another. They could do a predator. You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. That's yeah. right. Yeah, Arm they wrestle could, in the They mid-air. could do that. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. They could do a, a, a Carl Weathers Arnold thing. Yeah. They could. And the other thing that's just totally bullshit. One of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the the one businessman. Has the phone planted on him by Scoot McNary? Yeah. Whenever Liam Neeson's roughing up Scoot? Right. And, like, what kind of David Copperfield shit is this? He, like, <laughs> and how conveniently did Scoot know? How did Scoot know he was going to do this? And that's the prime opportunity to plant the phone and stick him with some poison darts. He's a super how? criminal, man. Obviously, he's, he's not he, the Joker, man. He, he is the Joker. That's the thing. Well, he got Whitney Abel across Mexico. So <laughs> well, he accomplished for, much for the, in that film. For those yes. who don't remember, Scoot was the star of Monsters uh-huh, that we did right. uh, several months ago. Right. But, dude, how do you time this poison <laughs> release to be 20 minutes exactly? As soon as Liam Neeson's watch beeps, that guy starts foaming. I didn't even realize that till just now. You're how? Right. He's like, all right, I have to have Liam... Grab me at 315 mm-hmm. and then drag me through this aisle 10 seconds later, and then I have to do this. How do you know this? You're tied up in a seat. 
It's not like <laughs> Nat Turner's helping you. No. <laughs> yeah. That's, He's out oh there hitting God. on Julianne Moore. It, it, exactly. Yeah. N- Nate Parker throughout all this is, is totally doing nothing. He's not doing any he, he except for like well he he does some things but he's not he's not at all involved with uh like he's never a suspect he's he's not he's not even one of the red herrings it's just all of a sudden he does Krav Maga at the end and rips off his shirt to reveal rippling muscles after a bomb explodes <laughs> I think hold on let me check when does that sequence of events no 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 the fights before the okay yeah okay he he, he does that right before the bomb is about to it's a steven seagal battle oh yeah exactly yeah it's a he's got a it's a knife versus an oxygen mask yes yes and liam neeson ends up choking the shit out of him with an oxygen mask (laughs) What? (laughs) what if he put the mask on him and was like giving him oxygen <laughs> while he's choking him, like to keep him in, just, in pain yes, longer. Yes, that would be what he doesn't taken. Oh yeah, that, that, that's, that's, a that, taken that's a taken move stor- right there. Torture, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just talked about Harrison Ford a little bit. I think Liam Neeson kind of took all the Harrison Ford roles. Sure. Once Harrison Ford got, yeah. you know. 55, 60. Right. They're like, hey, we should get Liam in here yep. now. He, he totally took over all the Harrison Ford roles. He he did, and he's um th- th- these roles suit him. I mean, he's very good in them. They do. He's believable. I mean, w- w- when you mentioned all he's like a great actors, he's so. a really he's an excellent actor. One he can of the do world's whatever best you actors. give him to do. If, if whether it's a great script or it's not, he's gonna like yes. you know show up as Liam Neeson. But like when you mention him, like you know when when Corey Stahl and uh, and um, you know all the everybody else they like you know kind of gang up on him and yeah. they they do a dog pile. Yeah, like it is kind of believable that he'd be able to like kind of muscle his way out of it, just because like even in the throng you see him, he's he's like twice everybody's size. He's um, a beast, and he he's just yeah he's he's a gigantic guy, and he's. I mean, and he he clearly knows how to defend himself. So I mean, he's got that Irish brawn. <laughs> yes, that's right, dude. He's a knockaround. Not guy. the Amish, the Irish. Right, exactly. Not the Amish. Just, brawn. I meant that, that's Irish this time. Right. Yes, <laughs> totally different thing. <laughs> right. Um, I wanted to ask you, how long did it take you like to figure it out? Because I think they did a good job hiding who it is until mm. they reveal it. Did you have a sense of who it was, or were you actually kind of in suspense? A lot of the time, like... The reason I was in suspense was because the movie is unfair. I knew it was yeah. Scoop McNary the second he walked on screen. Okay, so how'd you know it? Because he's the first guy, he's comes the first up guy that comes him. up and talks to him. I was like, Scoop McNary's the villain. Okay. I just knew right then that, that right. was it. It makes sense. And the movie decided to, like, you know, slap me across the face. And, oh, no, <laughs> yo, yo, you think you're so goddamn smart, you little pet. You know, and, then, and then they bring it back. In a completely implausible situation. I think that's why they throw Nate Parker in there. Just so you, they, Maybe you, so, they yeah. can be like, ha, see, you didn't see the, the scream ending. This right. The oh, scream God, exactly. ending. There's two yes. of them. They make, they make Nate Parker the Matthew Lillard of the situation. <laughs> oh, and, dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, that's yeah. something. That's a combination right there, dude. <laughs> dude, I wish Matthew Lillard was in this movie. <laughs> He could have played the Corey Stoll character. He could have, yeah, that's right. You know what? I like Corey Stoll <clears throat> um, for the most part as an actor. Right. I don't think he's that great, okay. but I think he's decent, and I like some of the things he does, but he's terrible in this movie. Oh, he sure is. He's awful in this movie, and mm-hmm. the character is awful. Yes. Dropping, like, F-bombs and stuff. He's he's no help in ex- at all. He's just, I mean, in any situation, until the very end. He's just an angry New York cop. Exactly. That's, 
a, a stereotype. Yes, and he, he's like he's like a racist because he's first he's real suspicious of the doctor. Oh, there's a lot of uh, eyeballing the Muslims oh on this plane. Oh my god, it's so disgusting. And like you know, the movie doesn't have that prejudice about it, it but they put this in in the character, and I guess we're supposed to like hate him for that. But but it still doesn't need to be there. You know, like in in just your 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 kind of dumb whodunit movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and I guess we can just talk about the 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 quite a deep cast here. We mentioned yeah, Corey we need Stahl. To do that. <laughs> There's Michelle Dockery, Lapita Nyong'o, um, obviously um, Anson Mount and uh, Nate Parker, and uh, you know Corey Hawkins. Yeah, uh, Doctor Dre. Doctor Dre from himself, Straight Outta exactly. Um, and then uh, Scoop McNary and Omar Mitwali, uh, who plays the Doctor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, did we say Julian Moore's in the movie? Oh, my God. We forgot. I think, no, I no, think we, we mentioned we her mentioned, in passing. Yeah, we, we did, yeah. Well, that's all you, That's all she needs in this movie. She's, she's just passing. This is a paycheck. That's yeah. all it is. I mean, he, you know, it's a paycheck for everybody, really, but, like, especially for her. Because, I mean, she, she's she's a professional, and she's, she's, like, giving a good performance, like she always does. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's, this isn't safe. You know, this isn't um, Boogie Nights. It, it, it's, it's like, <laughs> no. you know... Uh, she she is just there like I'm gonna read my lines. Yeah, that, that's why. I mean, you could have gotten anyone in this role because yes. it's not asking much. No, it's not, not at all, no. man. Uh, you know who I liked probably the best besides Liam Neeson. I think he probably was the best. In yeah, this movie. he carries the movie. Uh, yeah. Scoot's good too. Yeah, I think he's a good actor. Oh, he's a really good actor. Um, I mean, Lupita. Everyone in this was pretty good. Yeah, like, Corstall sucked. <laughs> Michelle Dockery was really good. She's I thought. Great. Yeah. And, that was I liked seeing her flying in the plane. It was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I liked seeing her in yeah, exactly in like modern clothing. In a modern time. Yes, yes yeah. exactly. That was cool. <laughs> what do you think about the whole like text messages popping up on the screen thing? That's oh. that's become a new trope yeah. in the last five years or so. I'm a fan. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I, like I think that. it's cool, yeah. uh-huh. especially when it's done like it is in this movie, yeah. where it's kind of it's effective. It's just to the side, but it gets the message across, right. and it's a, it's like a new way to deliver dialogue. And, yes, I mean it's not dialogue, I guess. It's just text on screen, right? And it, it's a it's a it's it's just a fact of our lives now. I mean, like like you when you and I are texting one another, those bubbles are are coming on our yeah. phones. So it's interesting. You're yeah. like, and you get it's a new way of conveying information, you know, mm-hmm. on the on the screen, which I think is really cool. It's, I like yeah, that. It's all right with me. I'm open to adapting the new things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a spell check that pops up in the in the movie. I know. Is, just, I liked it's, it. It's a couple oh, it's times. Not spell check. It's, like it's auto correct. Yeah. It's yeah. auto complete. I think. Yeah. Auto complete. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It, and they also do a, a, a kind of a cool effect in which, um, like Liam Neeson has the busted phone from Anson Mount, uh, the one that got like water damaged, and he's reading through the texts and like part of the uh, like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. cracked screen a little bit. You see it like those pop up. Yeah, like so you see it with the cracks over yeah. it, so you can't really read it uh-huh. that great. Right. You know. Right. That's cool. But you know what? That's some bullshit too because. <laughs> that, okay, so that cracked phone is his partner's phone yeah um so he gets his partner's phone which was accidentally like knocked in the sink while they were fighting right um so it's not working and julia Moore like flips the battery around mm-hmm. and then it works perfectly <laughs> that's some big bullshit right <laughs> that is terrible she's like i learned this trick here you go this electronic <sighs> device that was just drenched in water is perfectly fine and ready to operate again um, it's there. You go. No, no data loss. Anything you, ready to go, Liam? It's garbage. Trust me. It's yeah. garbage. <laughs> it, it's it's a stupid, stupid thing. And I mean, it's if as far as Deus Ex Machina, you know, like like you just have this weird thing where this lady just turns a cell phone battery <sighs> around, saving the day. They they should have had 
Nate Parker do something with the phone? Like uh, he's like, the one. He's, he's the phone the, guy. He knows hacking. He knows how to do things. Is he like one of the guys that's been texting everyone? I, you know what? I think he was he, doing I, a lot of the texting. Yeah, he probably was because yeah, I'm, I'm sure he. They was. don't check his phone ever. No, do they? they don't because okay. they they trust him because he's able to send that picture message with oh, yeah. um like uh. He he does a bunch of computer bullshit, and you know, like in eight minutes, he's able to upload this whatever that, that that's supposed to identify uh, the 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 offending phone and like actually have a ring, have it ring out right. when everybody's being quiet with their hands up, and that when it rings out, uh, like it's in that guy's that that oh, yeah. banker's uh, pocket because Scoot yeah. McNary had done some <laughs> sleight of hand and gotten it in there when he was being manhandled by Liam Neeson. And so Liam Neeson, of course, you know, reacts like Liam Neeson does in these movies, picks the guy up, you know, brings him over into the other area and starts, you know, slapping him around. It's break noses first, ask questions later. Absolutely, exactly. Because everyone is a Russian gangster (laughs) who deserves death. (laughs) You know, it's It's true. I mean, it's just how it is. You know, and the thing about this movie, too, is it makes me feel ungrateful in a way. Really? Yeah. Ungrateful. Just because, like, even though there's a lot that's wrong with it like we've been talking about the performances are good the story is sort of compelling but because of all the the tropes and like cliches it just like immediately rips us right out of the story you know i i agree and the biggest problem with the movie with me is the ending yeah it like i already said it doesn't justify what has been happening no their plan Mm -hmm. is too grandiose for 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 these dudes yes like it doesn't Fuck, fuck that. Right. These guys suck. It's not Hans Gruber with this cool plan. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. With a big twist at the end or right. something. Like, these guys just are, like, ex-military guys who are upset at the United States government because of the war and yes. Iraq and Afghanistan and uh, 9-11 things and, like... The myth just of security. Mad. Yeah. yeah. The, the myth wanna... of security. Right. Yeah. They, they, and they want to prove that, that, like, that all the... All the um, the the kind of like uh, measures that have been taken to secure our land are just a front and it's bullshit. Yeah, and th- that's what they're here for is to like you know make everybody understand that that he, he, yeah. When you mentioned like his line about do you know how easy this was? <laughs> like no, I'm sorry. No, first that's of all, no, that that's not easy. And number two, um, you don't get to make that. That is the highest of horses that this movie that this dumb movie is on. Yeah, that, 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 that like you're just you're just it's a it's a yeah it throws in this social commentary yeah at the end. in a in a Liam Neeson beat 'em up in 2014 yeah you don't get to do that man man I mean all right so you could do it but if it wasn't a good movie if it was the Killing Fields yeah. say <laughs> yes you could do it which is next week's movie <laughs> right, by the way exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that movie was nominated for Oscars. <laughs> like, that's a good movie, you you're know? Right, you're right. Yes. Like, it's not Platoon. It's <laughs> yes, ugh. Platoon. Maybe that's. But if 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 yeah, exactly. You have you have a, a if it's born on the Fourth of July and you have Ron Kovich make a speech about like how veterans are being treated. That's where that belongs. And and you've established that. You've earned that. A Liam Neeson headbutting and and Krav Maga movie doesn't get <laughs> yes. to do it. We didn't even mention the suitcase with cocaine and dynamite in it. Anson Mount is on the plane as a as an air marshal. He's got a suitcase with like two keys in it. And like, you know, Liam Neeson at one point opens it up to like inspect the cocaine and like he dusts some cocaine off, 
taste it, of course, because that's what you have to do. You have to taste the cocaine. Right. Um, because that's not going to do anything to you. Just to make sure that that's cocaine oh, in God. that suitcase. Oh, ridiculous. Turns out there's a bomb with a reader with a digital readout, like all bombs and movies. Oh yeah, thirty have. minute timer, I think. Oh, I, I, it's it's everything you're sick of in an action movie. They just cram right it in. Well, it's timed perfectly because after like the next 20 minutes, then Liam Neeson's phone starts to automatically send threat texts to the TSA and stuff. I think oh. I think Nate Parker probably put the virus on there. Maybe yes. that's how you can explain that. Maybe so. Yeah. Okay. But I'm not going to buy it. Just no. because this movie's not that smart. Yeah, you're not going to give it enough credit, right? But, uh... <laughs> and then the the bomb timer triggers then. or so. I, I can't even explain what's happening here. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It's, I, it's I can't that really bad. Either. Right. And, you know, the other thing, too, just from a, from a technical... Well, you know, it's not even a technical perspective. Just from a human perspective, maybe a decency perspective. How about you involve Lupita Nyong'o in any way in your film? Yeah, she Two just years disappears. Off. I mean, like... She, she, two years before this, had won an Oscar. Holy shit, that was two years it before this. It was two this. years before this. How is she, and in this nothing part, like, just, just, like... They must have filmed this around the same time she may, filmed maybe 12 so. Years a Slave. Th- that, that, could, that could be, they it, had it, it to. sat on the shelf a little while, that, that's possible, yeah. Man. Because that's bullshit. Yeah, you, know? you don't make her flight attendant number two it's in your so movie. It's so dumb. I think they say her name once. Her name's Gwen, I think. It's Gwen. Yeah. She has a name at least. She actually has a name and she has a couple of lines, but it's it's she's just well, a background isn't, character. Why isn't she and Michelle Dockery like out there doing shit? I don't know. What like everything Michelle Dockery does is she should be teaming up with Lupita and like they should just be doing the thing together. She could have played Julianne Moore's part. She could have played um Right, yeah. You know, it, it, it's it's hell, she could have played um, Scoop McNary's part. It's Honestly, dude, <laughs> now, what that if would she be was better? What if she was the third, the third gunman? It know? becomes Let's license it. to kill. Yes. you know, it's it. You know, it's it's pretty good. I'd rather watch that. Movie. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> dude. But yeah, like she should have had way more to do in this yes. movie and I'll, and also I'll, I'll, instead of uh, replacing Scoot McNary I'll say let's, let's leave replace Scoot. Corey yeah. Stoll's out of there exactly. get, she's, get the, she's the pissed off New York exactly. cop she's do the it. gruff flip cop flip that trope oh, on its man, head a black woman Exa- a black woman who not wants a, to beat a up Liam Neeson mad white guy from New York yes. come on yes that would be awesome that would man. be great that would have been sweet a better actor and a better story and she's probably she she'd be scarier than Corey Stoll in that <laughs> I would, role. I, I would bet. agree, actually, yeah, <laughs> because you don't know what she's capable of. Yeah, yep. She's just put menu. Yeah, she's she's, she's a, a small woman, a petite you know? woman. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's that's frightening, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess the bomb goes off and they land. Mm-hmm. Well, wait, wait. Before the bomb goes off, we need to mention. So, Scoot McNary dies because. Liam Neeson had told the pilot to drop to 8,000 feet because they have a bomb disposal plan or some shit. Yeah, they've taken the bomb and put yeah. it at the back exit and then like piled all the luggage on it in, in hopes that it will just blow out the door. Um, and, and then and the force will just the, go out there and, yes. and then the plane can still land. Right. Because Cabin minimal damage will, yeah. and yeah, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. Which probably makes sense. It I, makes sense to me. I believe that. Me, me I mean, too. I'm not an air scientist, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know how much bomb or how much coke was in that suitcase, but <laughs> and how that affects aeronautical stuff, but who could say real? I don't know what the effect blow has on, you know, uh, air traffic control. Who knows? It might get in the engines. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but the pilot drops to 8000 like suddenly just goes vroom, uh-huh. nosedive. 
to escape the two jets that are <laughs> escorted oh, yeah, it now. Yeah, there's two British made F 18s. Which would happen, though, if there's a hijacking. There would, you know, yeah. That would happen. Yeah. So the, the pilot drops, and then everyone goes zero G. You yeah, know? right, right, right. So Liam Neeson is holding on to like a, a seatbelt, and Scoot's not. So Scoot just gets whammed against the, the ceiling, <laughs> yes. which is cool. Yeah. But then they're all in zero G, uh-huh. and like Liam Neeson's gun is like floating there, like you're in Apollo 13, <laughs> and Scoot's like about to shoot him or something, or some bullshit. <laughs> and Liam dives in the air, grabs the gun, kablam! Scoot's gone. Did they steal that from Lou Diamond Phillips in the big hit? It totally is the big hit. I mean, like, it's... it. it Damn, immediate... bringing out the big hit. Yeah, hell. Nice. Right? <laughs> this is some John Woo shit, It man. is. It's it, like... it turns into John Woo in that sequence. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's stylized balletic violence. It looked great. Yeah, it did. It, they do it well. It looked great, but it was dumb as shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and on top of that... Like if there's a if there's even like a if there's a quarter sized hole in your airplane, um, I I, <laughs> I, I I think we're all getting sucked out. Does that Aren't happen? We? Did the MythBusters bust that? Did they? Or is really, that real? I don't know. If it, I I I you know. I mean, who knows? Like yeah. we said, we're not aeronautical experts no, or cocaine not. or exactly. bomb experts. No, so, exactly. I mean, so um, <laughs> maybe you can have an ultra fight in the air while while, while there's a pinprick yeah. in the window. This is under siege three. <laughs> <laughs> because then after that, uh, Nate Parker fights him with the knife. And yeah. That's when, yes. And he and then I think Liam Neeson says, "Am I in your way?" Yes. And then fights him. Yes. Calling it back. Which uh, <laughs> you know, I, I I I feel I like I said I feel bad because it's like like what what test screening prompted that line? You know, like like what what person filled out their card and said I need more one liners? Was Arnold like a, a, an it, executive producer it's, or it's something? Po- like, or he was just in the screening notes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he was like just at this. You need uh, more one liners. Exactly. In this movie. We need to, you need, you need to have Liam Neeson say something awesome. You know what pissed me off the most mm. about this movie when I watched it the first time? This is the second time I've watched it. Okay. The first time my girlfriend at the time wanted to watch it. Okay. And she loved it. Nice. And I said, see ya. <laughs> out of here. Yeah. I said, oh, yeah, it's kind of cool, but oh. it was pretty stupid. Yeah. It was really dumb. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've had like a, a bitter taste in my mouth about this movie for a long time. I, I can imagine. It's all, you know, like wrapped up in, in lo- yeah, lost yeah. love. Yeah, lost sure. love is yes. all entangled oh, in the wow. rotors. It's uh, yeah. this point. This is messed up. That's no good. So then the bomb goes off. The bad guys are dead. They crash land the plane. And then the little girl almost falls out the window. Mm-hmm. There's a little girl in the movie, too, by the way. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a G plot in yes. this movie. <laughs> because Liam Neeson's daughter died when she was seven. Uh-huh. And now she's the surrogate for that or some bullshit that I could care less about. <laughs> And how is he getting time to make sure she's okay and give her blue ribbons and shit? Because he's busy, you know? I know. Come yeah, on. You would think. He's just that great of a guy. He, well, he, he is a he's a total upstanding fellow, a principled man who we would get behind and who takes action when action needs to be taken. Someone we can all look up to. He's not some 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 prick with, with you know, like liberal asshole, you know, who, who just wants to like, you know, like, uh, like sort of hug every it's it's like this man does what he needs to do he gets Get behind the job exactly. done he hits people when they need to be hit <laughs> you know 
that that that's what it is. That's what we're dealing with. Yeah, yeah. And he loves children. Yeah, and he's good with children, and women love him. And so. women, yeah, just just cannot get enough of uh, you know. And six foot five. Liam so Mason. they land, and everyone knows Liam was innocent. Yay. Yep. No one dies on the plane except for the three victims of uh, of Liam Neeson. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, wait, who dies? That's I mean, the body yeah, count. I mean, There's the partner. Yeah, Anson Mount dies. Uh, the banker dies. Scoot and Nate die. Scoot and Nate and the captain. And the captain dies. That's right. the body count. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Corey Stoll doesn't die, no. even though he gets shot. Right. He gets. He should have mo- died. Yes. Instead, if he would have died, I would have been happier. He gets movie shot in the shoulder. And when they land. I forget who even says the line, but they're like, everyone's landed safely. Like, everyone's alive, or everyone's accounted do, for. They actually do say it. Something like it's that. Michelle Dockery, I and think. And I'm thinking, says, yeah. what about that guy and that guy? <laughs> and, you know, the pilot who you've been working with for 12 years? No. What? Uh, it's, you know? it's, it's over. <laughs> yeah. It's done. No, no one cares. We're they we're don't gonna matter. Mo- we're not going to mourn these people. No. They leave them in the plane. <laughs> That's right. They're left to die a pauper's grave in Iceland. Just leave Corey Stoll up there. Just leave him with him. <laughs> He's oh, a shit. jerk. He deserves yes. it. Yes. <laughs> and I... Say he was in on it. <laughs> Well, he's one of the first people you see, too, in the movie at the airport. He's yep. getting out of the car. He's the first red herring, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. he is. Because he's, yeah. he's, he's, I mean, like. I don't even think that he he gives uh, Liam Neeson kind of the uh, any kind of like um, like 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 bad vibes or whatever. He just gets out of his car and he's looking around so suspiciously for no reason. Yeah, and he's got his suitcase. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. like oh my god. Okay, <laughs> I wasn't followed both ways. He's just taking a plane. He's a regular cop, and a, an off-duty cop. And uh, I, yeah, but the movie is dumb, so they make you think he's a terrorist. And Anson Mount's a terrorist. And Nate Parker might be well, a I terrorist. I don't think Anson Mount was a terrorist. I think okay, this is what makes no sense. <laughs> That's like the fiftieth time we've said this. Yeah. All right, so he's like in on it, like uh-huh. trying to make Liam Neeson do stuff, right? But only because he's being threatened by the terrorists also. Yeah. Because they know he's a crooked cop. Right, right. And I guess he, they knew he was transporting cocaine. But then why was there a bomb in it, too? I don't know. Like, that I, I don't know. Sense. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Who, who knows? I mean, like, the bomb... Well, I, I, no, I, I guess that does make sense because Scoot McNary does say we were never meant to get off this plane. Well, yeah, but how did they get in the suitcase? They, Who they, put they, it there? I think Scoot McNary did. I, I think he he told Anson Mount that this is cocaine, but he didn't tell him that there was a bomb in it. Okay, maybe yeah. that's what it was. I don't know. Right. I'll, I'll give them that one piece of, you know. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe a little smidge. Right, right. They, they, they got that one all tied up. But then how did he time him to kill him at that time? Okay. <laughs> we're just going to go in an endless loop here. Uh, I know. Right. Uh, right. We're going to have to wrap this up. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to say before we, we call it? Um, At one point, my wife was, was asking me, you know, like, I, I paused the movie or something. I went in the kitchen to do something. And she asked me, are you watching Taken? And I said, I wish. <laughs> and uh, I went back into the room to finish, you know. <laughs> But no, that's all I had on nonstop. Okay. Yeah, that's all I got too. So would you recommend it? Certainly not. No? Um, no, I would not recommend this movie. Uh, you, you've seen the movie a million times. You, you could like, I mean, you, you can predict everything that's coming, except, well, I, I should say you could predict everything that's coming, but then they will vary. Um, they're, they're not playing fair with you, so you can't really predict it. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Yeah. Watch Taken instead. Yep. 
That's all you need to do. Watch Walk Among the Tombstones. Watch uh, Watch Die Hard Three. There, okay, Die Hard Three, sure. <laughs> or sure. any Die Hard before or revisit, yeah, three or yeah, four. revisit <laughs> Die Hard and Die Hard Two. It's fine. Though those are good. Die movies. Hard Two's on a plane. Well, it kind is. of. Uh, well, uh, yeah. I, I well, Passenger Fifty Seven's on a plane. There you go. You know, there, you can watch that. There's a lot of them. Right. Yeah, there's a lot better action movies out there. I can see people liking this movie. Yeah. But it's pretty fucking awful. Yeah, it is. It is. It looks good. It's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Executed poorly. Right. It it's it's the script. The script is the problem. Yeah. Yeah, so never watch this movie ever. <laughs> so that about wraps things up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the show in iTunes, rate it, review it, and most of all share it. That gets more dudes listening to the dudes. And if you don't use iTunes, you can find us on any other podcatcher of your choosing. Show us some love there, too. You know, rate it, review it there. Mm-hmm. Or just go to dudesonmovies.com. You can find links to everything right there. Yes. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. Uh, just search for Dudes on Movies. Um, and our, our website, dudesonmovies.com. Um, anywhere, you, like, I can't, we can't really stress enough as far as, like, rating and reviewing the show anywhere you get it. That helps us a lot. Um, mm-hmm. You can also uh, email us, dudesonmovies at gmail.com. Yeah, definitely. And stay tuned next week. Dudes on Demand is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, this came from Charlie. Thank you very much, Charlie. We yep. really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was a good time oh, talking yeah, about exactly. this movie. It's always a good time to, to like it was, rip on something. It was more fun to talk yeah. about it than watch it. I know, yeah. I always look forward <laughs> after we've watched a, a, a stupid movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, thanks, Charlie. So next week, we're going to be doing 1984's The Killing Fields, like we said earlier. Yes. Directed by Roland Joffe, starring Sam Waterston and Hang Esk Noor. Mm-hmm. Best Supporting Actor winning for this movie. That's right. Yeah. So thanks for listening, folks. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And we'll see you next time. Yeah.